0: Hi everyone and welcome to Play on K, the crane drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week we're doing episodes five through eight of Healer.
1: Uh, this is like probably. I don't want to be dramatic, but this is shaping up to be one of my favorite K-dramas I've ever watched.
0: Okay, thank you. I was really worried. You said, I don't <laughs> want to be dramatic, and I got really scared that you were going to say something bad. I love it.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's only stressing me out, because you know how sometimes you pick a favorite thing, and you decide it's your favorite, and you announce on your podcast it's your favorite, like the K-2, and then you find a very fucking good K-drama... That kind of challenges everything you knew. And it might also actually be your favorite now, depending yeah. on where it goes.
0: I get yeah. that. <laughs> There's a fear in being dramatic and always saying something is your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's okay. People realize that we don't actually have a favorite drama. There's so many different genres and subgenres that we just categorize things into in our minds.
1: Yeah, yeah, to be fair, like, for sure, as far as, like, the action drama goes, like, the actual full on fight scenes and corporate espionage and everything goes, for sure, among my favorites. But then there's, like, fantasy. K dramas, and those are their own ballpark. You can't compare
0: Healer to one that we've often claimed as our favorite K drama, Oh My Venus. Like, they're nothing alike. How would you compare them?
1: It's impossible. It's impossible to compare them. They are two different types of K dramas.
0: So, we just really, really like this one. It is our favorite something. But even then, (laughs) if you say, like, action drama, right now we haven't seen the end. I hope it's really good. But the yeah. end of K2, the our all-time favorite action drama, the end is the best part. That's when it all yeah. comes together and all falls apart. It is
1: magical. It's so good, and I, like, I don't expect Healer to drop the ball here, but I mean, there's the possibility. There's a possibility.
0: Or even just kind of stay flat, whereas yeah. K2 really peaks at the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they bring it home, and I'm hoping that Healer does. But in the meantime, I am so here for the roller coaster ride of these episodes. I guess they're not really a roller coaster. I mean, honestly, I just am constantly heightened the whole time I watch them.
0: Thank you. I'm then... sitting like crouched in a ball on the floor, just like waiting for the next thing to happen, feeling like a little weird raccoon. Just
1: yeah, so I think excited. I I mentioned that I'm watching my this K drama with one of my friends. Um, whoa. And, like we haven't gotten to see every episode together, but like I was watching it at work the other day, and he joined me because I watch it during my lunch breaks. This oh, okay. is the first K-drama I've been like I don't even care. I was no, like, you there's can no just time watch to watch it, it. at work? Absolutely not. I'm okay. very busy at my job, but we do have a scheduled lunch break, and it's one hour. And for that one hour, I sit in our very small employee lounge and hook my computer up, my uh, work. Computer up to the big screen in our lounge. Oh my god! And make everyone who's sitting in the lounge watch it with me. To be fair, there's four seats, and my friend takes up the other seat. Okay. So, and most people don't have their lunch at the same time we do. It's a, an ungodly hour. It's at 9:30 in the morning. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, it's so good that I don't even care that some of my other coworkers keep walking up and being like, "What are you watching?" And I'm like, "Sit down." Buckle up. And do, do not, not talk je- again. But don't talk to me. I have to read.
0: You will be kicked out of the room. It is very <laughs> hard to read K-dramas. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. This one goes really quick, too.
0: Yeah, and there's so many names. Oh my god, there's so many names in this show.
1: And a lot of them are similar. Like, the brothers, Ho and Shik have similar names. Yeah, the same name. They have the same name.
0: But that sounds like a delight. I love your office. I love your confidence because every time Jason gets near me when I'm watching the K-drama, I'm like, get out of here. This is my show. This is my universe. You can't be in it. You have to be all the way in it or all the way out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do feel that, though. Um... It is. It's a weirdly vulnerable thing, and I think it's because I remembered the misconception I had about K-dramas before I started watching them. This is really a lesson in judgment. Don't judge things people like.
0: Let people like their things that they like. That's fair. That's a good lesson. Mo, let people like things that they like. I'm probably going to edit it out, so that won't make sense. Maurice is barking, and that's why Raquel can't speak. (laughs) Let's jump into the episodes.
1: Okay, so I do have a question for you. Do you how bad do you think wu is? Wunshick, fuck. I was like, is Wu-Shik
0: is Wu Batman from while you're sleeping? I, uh, no, that's uh Wu God dang it, these Korean <laughs> names. We're it's been years and we are getting one percent better. Okay. <laughs> Moonshik is 100% the real villain. He is very, very bad.
1: You think he's completely bad? Like, you don't think there's a good bone in his body or that he maybe has alternative motives for what he did? Okay, you think he's all bad?
0: Yes. I think he's a perfect villain.
1: Okay, okay, okay. What about... Okay, I'm taking you to Raquel's prediction corner. Okay. I think that maybe what he's trying to do... Is like solo mission, take down the elder because I think maybe the elder is the like the one who caused the deaths of his friends, and I think that he found that out later, like not maybe like right away, but when he did, he started like I said solo mission, trying to uh to take him down from the inside. And he's been working on it for, like, a lot of years. I don't think he's a great person. Like, he definitely took his wife's child, uh, though she was not his wife at the time, but to an orphanage and was like, oh, I hope your life is fine. Later. What was that
0: scene? How did that scene end where she runs up and hugs him and is like, I've been at the orphanage waiting for someone from my past life. And he's like, I'm here now. And then he's like, all right, head back inside. Like, what? What? Oh, awful. He's awful. Yeah.
1: No, I don't think he's like a good guy, but I think maybe he's like a misunderstood villain. And I think yeah, like I said, I think he's on a on a trip to on a great character journey to defeat the evil that is controlling Soul.
0: Oh, he's about to avenge his friends and overthrow the monarchy. Um yes. And the, only flaw,
1: the only flaw is I don't know why he would have killed them, other than maybe, like, they were journalists onto the elders' secrets or something, you know?
0: Mm, I think, okay, counter-prediction. Counter <laughs> I think he's started to gain, like, he joined the elders' organization. He started to get more and more power. He's basically got everything he wants at this point. But he always wants more, because he's... A, Real villain. He's driven by greed, and he's just gonna go to the top. He does want seem to want to overthrow the elder, but I think it's more of just like a power thing where he wants to be the one in charge of everything. I don't think he'll have a good turn around. Just to just to put our cards, put our chips on red and black.
1: Okay, fair. Yes. Okay, we'll see how this goes. We'll see who. Who has the right prediction or if both of us are wrong? Secret third option there's a white tile.
0: Secret third option. That's what I'm looking for to make this one of our favorites. To make this overthrow the K2 as our favorite action drama. They're gonna have to bring out the twists.
1: Yeah. Okay, yes. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for all of the twists. Um
0: I have yes. a question.
1: Okay, for okay for you.
0: Did Moon Ho get ten million times hotter when he put glasses on? Was that just me? <laughs>
1: He did get 10 million times hotter. He was already very good looking. Like, like, I don't know. I thought he was kind of already kind of distressingly good looking. (laughs) And then he put glasses on and I was like, shit, hot damn. That is a face. Okay. Damn it. That's not just me then. Yeah. And his glasses aren't even, I mean, it's like they aren't. The best glasses I've ever seen. They're just like little Harry Potter glasses. Yeah, that's such a Korea thing. Like,
0: only Korean men in K-dramas can pull off those silly glasses. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely What
1: silly. a What a stunning man. What a who stunning man. Wears silly glasses so well that he's got two women on a podcast that try to remain impartial to these things, fawning over him.
0: Distressing is a good word for how I feel about Ji chang Because at this point, like, I think it's a very unhealthy habit to make a real life person a character in your mind that you can just obsess over. He's borderline that for me. I'm
1: like
0: obsessed with Ji Ching. (laughs) Every scene. He goes home, he puts on his eyeliner, he gets all intense and emo, he brushes
1: those bangs forward. He's a whole look. He's a whole good looking, oh. Yes, no, no, it's a lot. Like he and then he plays these characters that I like so much.
0: Yeah. And then he runs and it just ties it all together. Watching him run, I guess it's my thing.
1: (laughs) It's somebody something, and by somebody I mean Emily, and by something I mean actual thing.
0: I like it a weird
1: amount when he runs. He's like so fast. Got also like his strides what I yeah I guess it maybe is my thing a little bit as well because the strides he takes are so he runs so pretty it looks yeah. like art
0: big strides it's, Very yeah powerful. big long strides with purpose God dang ching work yeah
1: Anyway have your people reach out to our people for that interview anytime it's fine it'll be completely normal we're fine.
0: You're not a character. You are a real person. Um, we will act as super normal in the interview. We promise. Yeah.
1: Yes. yes.
0: Please. Also, it's going to be fully in English. We have been watching K-dramas for years, and apparently it is not an effective way to learn Korean.
1: Yeah, you'd think... I guess maybe if I was putting in even 10% more effort instead of just trying to learn it by osmosis, maybe...
0: Maybe. So far it hasn't worked. So please, with your English studies, try hard, (laughs) sir. Fighting. Fighting.
1: Okay, so jumping into the actual... uh, Oh, wait, no. I have have another question for you. Okay. Okay. So my friend asked me this, and I liked the question a lot because I had to think about it because there's so many good ones. Do you have a favorite secondary character?
0: Ooh, favorite secondary character. There's so many good ones that are, like, just slightly flawed, and I really like that about them. Probably her dad is the one I enjoy watching the most, but I don't even know if he counts as a secondary character. He might be tertiary.
1: Yeah, he's very good,
0: though. He's very good, but he doesn't... His character, I guess, seems kind of two-dimensional. He is lawyer, he is father, he is cafe owner. That is him.
1: He seems a little bit there for exposition more often than actual character development. Like, he seems like he's going to be a pretty static dude, but maybe he'll deliver some good monologues or something that helps with character growth. Yeah, I'm
0: interested in the progression of her adoption storyline, where he'll have much more of a role as, like, what, what does the dad part mean to him? I think that'll be super cool. I like him a lot. I think there are pretty much every character I enjoy. And obviously, there's plenty of characters like Ajuma who are getting more interesting as the drama goes on. Yes. But I just authentically enjoy Papa Lawyer a lot.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a good one. Because I did... I answered my friend with Ajuma because I... I think she's the secondary character that we need because I'm so used to the main best friend being like a young, similar background, similar person to the primary characters that we and they're like beautiful, of course, and maybe have their own romantic storyline or whatever. But she is such an independent and unique character. I don't think I've seen her like in any K-drama. And I also appreciate what she brings for uh, Healer. And how she, even though she acts like she could walk away, she is also very aware of him. And I really liked the moment that she was the first person to call out that he's always been abandoned his whole life. Because she noticed that. I guess I really liked it. I liked I like what she brings for his character. She's a great counterpart. She makes you think and also is still not like a great person. Like she's not too good either, yeah. you know?
0: She's not a good guy. And I yeah, and she's got so much left to tell. Apparently she's a detective? Why does Homeboy call her Detective Joe? What?
1: Uh, yeah. I'm really excited about that. I hope we get some gritty backstory of her fall from Detective Grace and how she decided she would become the person who is pretty much healer. Like, she is the healer network. Yeah.
0: Which I think is also a big reveal. That it wasn't... They've they've made their relationship like, he is healer, she is sort of another quote-unquote night errand person who doesn't do the running around, she just does the computer part. But she kind of made it seem like she works for a lot of people like Healer. And it seems at this point like that might have been a ruse. And she's like, no, I made the Healer concept with your teacher. And then it was passed on down to him. Dope. How so interesting.
1: Dope. Yes. Uh, I also enjoy the fact that they introduced, first of all, I love me a good... It it sucks that it's tragic, but I love those good kids from the past, from the 80s. I love all of them so much. Obviously, Moonshick is like, I don't know if I love him, (laughs) but... (laughs) But he's not that bad in the past. He's just kind of weird. And it's like, I guess it's just so heartbreaking that so many of them lost their lives. I guess only two of them out of the five. But it's nice to see one of them still... Like, around and having a, an impact on what's happening in the background the same way healer is i guess i just really like that his teacher is here and a part of the show and i was really excited to see him come up and i love that he's working with the ajuma to to i don't know do these crazy night errands and cultivate this weird night errand thing they've got going
0: yeah that's getting more popular in korea And yeah, I love the scene between him and Ajima where they explain kind of what happened to all the people in the picture of being like, he went to jail for 11 years and when he got out, two of his friends were dead. One was crippled and one was super successful. And Ajima's like, did you not put the pieces together? And I like, I don't quite remember his answer. I remember it was very satisfactory and I really liked it. Of just being like, yeah, it's suspicious, but it's something that I'll like, slowly have to work on. It's not something I can just go to his house and be like, hey buddy, you're being weird. Extra weird. Why is everybody dead?
1: Can we talk about this? What happened? Where's the kid? Where's the other kid? Have you talked to anyone? What's going on? Hey, uh, Myung... Oh no, what's her name? Uh, the. Is that her name Myung-hee? In the, young hee in the he, yeah okay nice okay yeah it's also heartbreaking that she's so alone and you kind of want I, I really want to see their reunion specifically and her realizing she still has a friend same with uh, healer's mom it would be really great to see uh, some kind of reunion between them and then she could also talk to healer's mom about what happened. Maybe start to heal so, so that she can maybe meet her daughter without having a panic attack.
0: Yeah, all these happy endings that we want that yes. can come together so slowly. Oh.
1: I keep playing this guessing game where I'm wondering when everyone will know who we, who everyone else really is. Whoa! Remember
0: when Myung Hee kept talking about uh, John Suk's son? Jun She's like, ah, oh, jin I saw you in the library. And then moon Shik is like, do you really think they looked alike? And she's like, yeah, I do. And he's like, did he have a son? And she's like, yeah, he did. He's 28 years old. His name is jung Hu. He lives at this address with his mom. Here's his f- phone number and email address. Here's his social security number. young
1: please stop talking.
0: Please,
1: He's putting shit together that we need him to not know about yet. If you could wait just two more episodes, I'd feel much more comfortable with this reveal. You had a it's conversation
0: a like two nights ago where you're like, "I like that you've always worked in the background to try and make this country better, but it seems like you might want a little more power." And he's like, "Is that really a bad thing?" And she's like, "I don't, I don't know. It could be." And then yeah. the next day, you just, ugh. Stop talking, please. Myung-hee, I think you're a good person still. He will kill jung Hoo.
1: Yeah, and it's hard because, I don't know, you. it really was, like you said, it feels as if she is catching on, and then it feels as if she has no clue what's happening, and maybe she's just not with it at all. And it's hard because I like her a lot, and I yeah. want good things for her. I feel very sad that things ended up so badly and to the extent that she can't even think about her daughter that passed she thinks passed away um and especially can't imagine a world in which she lived it's super heartbreaking uh man i just want i want mother and daughter to be reunited
0: in a good healthy way Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) Yeah, a lot of plot points they're setting up. Really excited. One last question before we jump in like normal people. Maybe. (sighs) Raquel, do you believe in the power of everlasting love? Because if they play that song one more time, I might just die. (laughs) But I do have the power of everlasting love, so maybe I won't die.
1: Yeah, you, uh... You'll live forever. Are you super secretly super strong and know martial arts and uh, believe in the power of everlasting love? It's a lot. <laughs> it's I will so say, loud. I will say, though, that uh, when I watch this K-drama at work, I do keep the volume on one, because okay. I figure I'm going to be reading a lot of it anyway, and I mostly just want to maybe get a vague understanding of voices, like who might be talking. So I don't think I've heard the song quite as much as you have, because I've watched two of the episodes at work, very quietly, in the back corner of the lounge.
0: Okay.
1: So I know exactly what you're talking about, because I have to read it, and that's annoying, but...
0: Yeah, they could also not translate the lyrics. Yeah, what they say.
1: The funny thing about translating is uh, that, yeah, it's fine and great that you've translated a song. But if you're used to reading K-dramas, you read all of that with your eyes, with your human eyes that you have to continually use to make sure that you don't miss a part of the K-drama because you're a potato who hasn't learned Korean yet. And so then you are working overtime trying to read all of the lyrics and all of the... And I know they put music notes next to it. I do. Hey, listeners, I know it shouldn't be that hard, but it is. It's hard to sort through it all when you're trying to keep up with the 800 monologues and also read all of the songs.
0: And they put, especially like the really romantic songs, like that one's supposed to be like at the peak romantic moments that you want to keep your eyes on the actors and that's why they don't have any text or talking they just have music playing in the background so just don't transcribe it because yeah your eyes always have to flicker down and read what's going on and then you're like that was a waste i'd rather be watching but like you said you just can't stop reading
1: when they pop up i hate it Yep. It's just a note yep. Just a note, or maybe even, if you had to translate it, translate it one time, and then we'll remember. I promise. We'll remember.
0: It's, this song, in particular, is in English, so I think we'll really remember it. Yep. It's um, hard, because there was a song in the K2. I remember there was, like, about a girl in a forest and a wolf that was real dang cool.
1: It was really cool. I do remember reading that song 800 times. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think, yeah, I I don't necessarily need it. That said, I also, um, I think this, okay, so the one thing I, I think maybe the one negative, slightly negative, it's not even that negative, but the slightly most, the most slightly negative thing, just like really tiny, itty bitty. I don't love the soundtrack, the sound work they have for this K-drama.
0: Yeah, it's, Agreed. There's, like, the weird spy music that they use, and the love songs are a bit... All of it's a bit old-fashioned for my taste, but not in, like, a retro Guardians of the Galaxy, like, we're doing a throwback in the best possible way.
1: I will always be a little bit floored by the whole, like... Hip elevator music they play during the fight scenes and the most intense chase scenes, it's just it doesn't quite match. Yeah, I know we talked about it last time, so I guess we don't have to go too far into it. I just it's it's jarring.
0: It's weird. It's so hard. I think we don't we don't go too hard on any criticism because we don't know what we're talking about. But there's just something off about these songs. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, maybe the sound designers wrote these songs themselves. In which case, kudos
1: to you. Yeah, very much. I mean, they're fine songs. They just are paired, strangely, with certain scenes.
0: But you know, the rest of the drama is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Almost flawless. I'm Almost so excited flawless. to watch it. All the time. I'm so excited to watch it.
0: Yeah. Oh, All of it. Uh oh, Just... So much of it is so good. The, okay, we'll talk about our favorite points, because there's basically nothing that I dislike about this show. I love teaching Wook. That's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love his reactions to things. Uh, I think he's very talented. I think we talked last time about how he's very talented at reacting to things, and it he's very good at playing a spy who's pretending to be this like helpless assistant who is still, like, trying not to laugh at his boss doing something funny, his son
1: Yeah, right? Oh my god, like, constantly having to save her from stuff, and the way he reacts, the moment, oh, I loved it, the moment he saw her coming, and he could tell she was going to sneak up and scare him, and he just kind of rolls his eyes a little bit, and then <laughs> she sneaks up on him, but doesn't at all, and he just goes like, oh.
0: So cute. It's
1: adorable. I
0: think These kids. I almost started crying laughing when they were in the, like, sticky situation in a greenhouse, and he creates a distraction and fills the air with smoke, and he's just coughing, and he's like, save me, for the love of God! <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny.
1: It's so funny, too, because they're in the most tense situation, and when they're exiting the greenhouse, and she's grabbed his hand and turned around, and she's marching them out of the greenhouse... Pretty calmly for how bad that situation was. Um, and you can see him smile a little bit. Like, actually laugh. Because he's so, so proud of his own performance, but then he's watching her be the hero, and he just is eating it up, and it's so cute.
0: It's so cute. He gives her so many opportunities to be the hero, and I think that's why he's, like, falling for her, because he cannot ever be the hero character in front of her. Yeah. Give away too much about his identity. But, obviously, he could give her these opportunities and she could not take them. I probably wouldn't. I'm not the hero type. So he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm in love with you because, like, he has these monologues about the animals and he's like, you're backed into a corner, your legs are broken, but it's not that you don't feel fear, it's that you do brave things in spite of it.
1: Yes, I think that it's such a good detail too, like you were saying, because she takes it, and it could be kind of condescending or demeaning, it could come off that way, but it never does, because she also, she is very capable, I mean, clearly she has moments where, as a normal human being who can't jump silently from one floor to, from one roof to the next, um... So yeah, as as a normal human, clearly you just can't always be the hero, and you can't always be the strongest or be the one who's in control of the situation. But the fact that, yeah, like you were saying, she tries. She always is brave enough to do her part is very good and makes it so it doesn't come off condescending. But yeah, she just also, I don't know. She has something about her where even if later, I don't know, she finds out, Maybe that she wasn't in control of every situation, and he was. It doesn't feel bad, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what quality it is that keeps it from feeling...
0: Condescending?
1: Yeah. But Maybe there's something it's because there. it's so
0: necessary for him to survive.
1: Yeah. That's very good. Yeah.
0: Such good writing. Because also... She is such a vulnerable and weak character in so many ways that are very believable and not at all... They don't weaken her as a person, and I think that's so hard to do. There are not many dramas that can make a character who is, uh... I don't want to keep saying weak, but like she doesn't handle these uh, very tense, scary situations very well. She usually falls apart very quickly, and then she brings it back. And I guess it's done very well and very naturally, that it's very yeah.
1: believable. There is there is a strength in her vulnerability, and it's very good. It mm-hmm. feels good. I like watching her. I like her a lot more now in these later episodes as well, because I feel as though she's settling into her bravery Uh, Whereas before she had enough doubts, I guess, that she was saying and doing things that I thought were frustrating. And I like like that there was almost a progression where, yeah, she was having doubts. But once she stopped having doubts, she really did stop them. And it doesn't feel wishy-washy, I guess, as an example, when she really, really wasn't sure if she wanted to publish the article in the first four episodes. And then once she did, she was all in and she had decided she was all in. And even when she tried to hand the article off, uh, because she realized maybe she couldn't handle it, uh, as soon as someone, I guess, kind of confronted why, she was like, you know what, no, you're right. I'm, I'm still all in. I'm still all in, and if you're not willing to help me, I'm still going to do this.
0: That's fair. I think they made a character that is put in a situation that she can really shine. Like, they wrote a character that was so unlikable when she was living a normal life that she was, like, hounding these celebrities and being really nosy and very... She's, like, pounding the pavement, but not in the best way. Not in a very likable way. And she's got the same traits now. She didn't lose any of those traits, and they haven't improved her character, but putting her in a... In many more tense situations and a much bigger storyline has made her so much more likable. And I think that was really interesting. Because I hated her episode one. I thought she was awful. She was such a scumbag.
1: Yeah, there's just something very innately unlikable about someone who works for a gossip magazine as a living. Yeah,
0: And she tries to validate it to moon ho when he confronts her about it and like i get it she does her little speech and like she says it's for the people but yeah it just isn't my favorite and i think it's really cool that they didn't have to change her to make her likable they kind of just intensified her traits and put her in these crazy situations that made her so much more likable i think it's very cool good writing. You know, that kind of thought process is not happening up here, as you can hear. (laughs) Not great at uh, speaking. That's mean. I thought you
1: made very good points.
0: Not eloquently, though.
1: I'm in the same boat. Why do we have
0: a podcast? (laughs)
1: Because we love it. We have a
0: podcast. We can't speak eloquently. It's because we're best friends, and this podcast is for us.
1: Yes. You guys, so let us know how you feel. Anyway, that part comes later.
0: That part comes later, but I just want to say, we're best friends. This podcast is for us. And if you want to be our friend, join us. Get in touch. All we want is friends, okay? We don't want podcast listeners or followers or fans. We just want friends to talk about K-dramas with and talk about cute boys with. Is that too much to ask?
1: Uh, I feel like that's the exact right amount to ask. And I definitely want to say also that... Oh, yeah. If there's anything you know about me and Emily, it's that we love friendship so much. It's all I ever want from a K-drama. And I do, y'all, I want, okay, so I want Moon Ho and the Healer to be friends so badly. And I don't want them to be in competition. I am actually devastated that they're trying to make a love triangle. I'm devastated.
0: Is that what's happening? I can't even tell.
1: Yeah, because I genuinely... And maybe it's because I like his character so much, and so I'm, in my mind, making him how I want him to be, but I genuinely don't think Moonho is romantically interested in her.
0: Same. Okay. And, okay, we can talk about a little bit. There's, like, a flashback... Where he's her babysitter, which for one thing, she's like seven? I don't know. She looks big enough that she's not five. I think they said she was five when she was abandoned. And yeah. Then seven when she tried to commit suicide and then eight when she was adopted by her now dad, I think. But in that flashback, she does not look like a five-year-old. She's pretty big and she still somehow does not remember that her babysitter was named Moon Ho. I don't know. Children's memories are a magical place that I do not understand and can, like you said in our last pod, in our last show, they can be manipulated for any K-drama. But yeah. just the whole, like, babysitter-child thing is not, like, a pretense for a romance.
1: No, it's but- actually the opposite, I think, maybe for me, because <laughs> I think it's really creepy to think about. People feeling attraction for children that they babysat, even if they're not children anymore. That I'm so sorry if you grew up and like married your babysitter or whatever. That's great. I'm sure there was a lot that happened in between there that made it not weird, probably. Uh, but just generally across the board, I I will go ahead and condemn the whole idea of anyone uh, actually taking care of feeding, changing. A human being and then later a human being who was a tiny child, a five year old, and then later being like, Damn, I wanna marry you. It's just weird. So yeah, I, I can't tell if
0: that's what they're doing. I can't tell if they're like, No, that is kinda weird, so um it's not really what Moonho's about. Yeah. Um, but I also really like to see them sorry, Here you go.
1: No. You finish that and then I'll say my thing.
0: I was gonna say also I could see them just playing it as like he last saw her when she was five and then he spent so much time with this kind of quote-unquote debt in the back of his head that he had to find her Uh, or I guess he thought she was dead and then like two months ago he found out she was alive and he had to try and find her
1: yeah that's actually exactly what I was going to say I actually I think it's a pretty good explanation for why he's so obsessed with her because his brother pointed out that he should have known and he's just like him and he's been on his side the whole time and he doesn't even realize it and he just let himself be lied to, essentially. There's a big fight for a minute there. Uh, and it wasn't said in those words exactly, but kind of along those lines of, you're just as bad as me, which I think is his nightmare, kind of. I think he does not view his brother as a good person. And uh, I think that that really solidified it. Uh, his The debt he thinks he owes to her, where he thinks he should have known, or he was an accessory in a crime or maybe i mean honestly there's so much that they're they're pacing the show so well and there's so much that we don't know that is just kind of questions in the back of my mind where i wonder how much he knew at the time when he was a kid as well but he was just a kid so he obviously didn't have a whole lot of control over the situation uh you know stuff like that where it, it He could have actually been an accessory to whatever crimes his brother committed and not really understood at the time because he was a child, but then later have it thrown back in his face and feel like he owes this debt to society because of it. I'm making up a lot of information. I just have a lot of thoughts on this. We got
0: hints here and there, little tiny pieces dropped throughout the K drama, so I'm following your train of thought. I'm on board. I like yeah. it. But yeah, there's a lot going on with Moon Ho that we have not nearly unpacked yet. But they might be making a love triangle, and I appreciate that Jung Hoo had that nice little first snow kiss at the end, kind of being like Moon Ho stole my moves and claimed that he hired me to protect you all these times when I was doing it out of the goodness of my dang heart.
1: um, Because you're real pretty.
0: Because you're real pretty, and that's not going to fly, Moonho. You're not going to steal my moves. Yep.
1: I called Moonho Mr. Steal Your Girl. Mr. Steal Your
0: Girl is not stealing your girl this time.
1: uh Uh-uh. Because it turns out that Healer is a professional thief. (laughs)
0: Love it. So don't even get started, Moonhoe. You're already done. You're done before it began. Just be an uncle.
1: Yep. And marry your real pretty girlfriend that proposed to you.
0: That loves you still to
1: this day. And just wants to make it work. And she's actually pretty big badass. Super pretty. Super dope. It's way cool that she proposed to him. What's he doing?
0: Also kind of told off his brother when he approached her and was like, uh. Can you can you give me some information about Moon Ho? And she's like, What if you give me information about Moon Ho? And he's like, oh, I don't actually know anything about his first love. And she's like, Cool, dope, dope, dope. I don't know anything about him at all. I've never met him. I've never seen him in my life. So,
1: <laughs> that's I love at. that. I didn't read that situation like that, but now I have a lot more appreciation for it because I did think she kind of gave up too much information.
0: She did. She was a little loose-lipped. She thought they were on good terms. But I think once she established what they were going to give each other, and he was like, I will not meet those terms, she was like, cool, meeting adjourned. You will not get what you want from me.
1: Speaking of people not giving Moonchick what he wants, the assistant that was bribed... (laughs) And Uh-oh. I was
0: other villain. Yeah, and I was
1: scree- Okay, that other oh, villain. But uh, okay. the other one. I was
0: thinking of the the assistant to Moonshik. Oh, he's but The yeah, elder's was... spy. Okay, he's a we villain.
1: Do, we do got to talk about him. But yeah, no the uh, the cute young boy. man. Yeah, the cute boy. Well, the that...
0: young man? That's a I good know. name
1: for him. Yeah, young <laughs> man. Um, so he uh. I was so sure that we would have to watch him make so many poor choices, but no, he's the best. He straight up told Moonho that he was hired to be a spy. What a hero, the actual healer. It's him. <laughs> it's him the whole time. The
0: goodest boy. You get the happy award because you're being such a good boy.
1: That's so good. He was bribed with everything he could have wanted, and he was like, uh, I guess I lost my job. Also, hey, Ho, your brother has your a brother,
0: problem. He's crazy. Yeah. Why does he oh, I... want me to spy on you? I don't understand. You're so bad at the spy game, and I love it. <sighs> Sunday, so good. Young Man will be the main character of his own show.
1: <laughs> He'll be a part of the spinoff that we inevitably create in the last episode, or bonus episode, or both. Yeah!
0: Young Man and Benny, do crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah! That's the theme song. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Cocoa. Oh,
1: uh, now that's all I want. We made our spinoff episode super early. What if they... Okay, but what if we get to actually see an interaction between those two at some point in this K-drama? I'm ready! Don't
0: say it! I'll be disappointed when it doesn't happen! <laughs> I'm so excited! It's all I want! <laughs> Benny and Young Men. Today's date of recording, uh, not of posting, is November 22nd. We just had our first snow. They did not establish what month it is in the K-drama. I think it's December. You think it's December? The first snow does not happen in December, okay? I've never <laughs> been to Seoul, but I'm pretty sure it's November. Fine. Happy one-month birthday.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> one month. Yeah, Oh, I do think... The only reason I think it's December is at one point, it says uh, something about how they were born one month apart. I think Myung-hee says that. And she says, yeah, one of them was born in December, the other was born in January. She does say that. Absolutely, you are right. And mm-hmm. it's his birthday on December 22nd.
0: Fine. <laughs> we'll wish you happy birthday again later. <laughs> it's fine. We also just missed Lee Dong-wook's birthday. I was pretty sad. I should have tweeted at him since uh, we're what, friends.
1: what were we thinking? I And then I did talk about going to the meetup. The fan meetup that they had that you guys probably saw on his Instagram. We all follow him, right, friends? <laughs> <laughs> and we did talk about it for a second because it was right around M's birthday, too. Just a weekend trip over to Korea for
0: the first time ever to meet Lee Dong-wook. <laughs> Why am I singing so much? I'm just so happy and I drink a lot of coffee. Oh, no. Marie started barking again. He's so happy, too. It's Lee <laughs> Dong birthday. Marie says, happy birthday, Lee Dong Wook. November 6th, just before my birthday. Also, maybe 10 years before. I'm not sure how old he turned. I'm not a great fan.
1: I'm not either. We just, we have our moments. There's exactly one actor that we know distressing information about, and a distressing amount of information about, and that's, uh... Ji chang and we love him, and...
0: Wait, how much do we know about
1: Ji Chang-wook? Uh, I don't Not know. Not much, I think. <laughs> you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. I know that he was in a K-drama about... I think he was a character that was a vegetable salesperson.
0: Oh, yeah, we need to watch that one. Maybe I'll try and find it this week and watch it in between Healer episodes.
1: Yeah, something to to I watched,
0: watched a Chinese drama last week.
1: I like to look at... your drama. <laughs> I like to look at all of the um, K-dramas and Chinese dramas and Japanese dramas that you watch. I guess you don't watch oh, that many yeah. Japanese ones. Um, no,
0: because they're awful. Japanese dramas are the worst. <laughs> I stand
1: by that. Koreans have perfected the art, I think. And then every once in a while, like, Taiwanese dramas and Chinese dramas, yeah, strike they gold. Do,
0: okay. I think Taiwanese dramas are a lot sexier than the than the other four countries.
1: They're not cowards, they know they're what they countries.
0: want. Yeah, they know what they want, they're here to show it. I'm, I'm okay with it sometimes. <laughs> then Chinese dramas can be completely buck wild, but they are done so well that you just kind of stick with it. I tried to start Love O2O, could not, could Do not, it. so weird. <laughs> So good, but so weird. This week I watched A Love So Beautiful, real good, real cute. But also, do not recommend, especially to you, Raquel. The main lead is a monster. He is maybe a psychopath. He has no emotion.
1: Why is that a thing for Why Chinese Why did I dramas? watch all of it? <laughs> the only Chinese drama I've seen is uh, Love Me If You Dare, Oh, so good! I still it's, love that show so much. It's really good. I actually had to stop watching it because it was extremely stressful for me because I wasn't sure if the main, the male lead, was an actual sociopath or not. So they all like, like that. that? Why,
0: why do I keep watching them? I love them. Maybe that's why I'm more used to them than you because I watch so many Chinese dramas. Fair. But I try to not watch Korean dramas. I know it's silly, but I think it's less confusing. If I start another Korean drama, I tend to forget little parts about the one we're watching.
1: Yeah, I I feel that. I don't watch, I don't really watch dramas concurrently anymore. I don't have much time. You don't have nearly as much time as I do. (laughs) I wish that I did, though. I'm gonna quit my job, and Jason can support both of us, right? Probably. They'd probably
0: okay. hire you on part time like they did with me. There's seven oh, wow. schools here.
1: That, was that a lot. actually, I should have just done that. What am I doing?
0: Get that bachelor's done.
1: Come on yeah. over. come on over. Okay, can't wait.
0: I'll just come on back. We'll move into my dad's basement.
1: <gasps> can't wait. Do you think my? Uh, do you think your dad would mind if Maurice moved into his basement as well?
0: I'm not sure. He has new carpet down there, mm, so I wait because I also want to get a dog, but I would feel bad asking. You <laughs> know, you got new carpet, but I really want a dog, Dad.
1: Maybe the dog can live upstairs.
0: Yeah, this is old, <laughs> dirty carpet.
1: Yeah. Oh, Sorry. we've completely derailed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh sorry this episode's eternally long as well we just got really into this drama
1: yeah I could honestly keep talking about these last four episodes I feel like we definitely missed a lot we probably should have actually done two episode stints for this one I didn't realize exact I knew I was gonna like it because Cheng Wook and uh and just Healer was really well rated mm-hmm. I Could never have anticipated how obsessed with this drama I am, because it's buck wild. I feel so many feelings.
0: I feel so gratified, mostly. Like, these ratings (laughs) did well by us. Yeah. They got it right. I'm really happy. I enjoy it.
1: Yep. If you want to tell us how you feel, we have a couple of places you can do that. We love to talk to you guys, like I said earlier in the episode. We have an email where you can write to us. You can request the next drama that we do. You can just like tell us your what you think. You can tell us what you think about the podcast episode. We love to talk about K-dramas, clearly, so we'll totally respond to you. Our email is playonkpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a
0: shorter message, we are at playonk on Twitter. And there you can tell us anything at all, less than however many characters they make you put.
1: Yes. Uh, if you want to hop on over to our website, you can sign up for our newsletter. We mostly use it to let you know when we're starting a new K-drama and what new K-drama we're starting. And, uh, you can also comment on our episodes there.
0: Yeah! And then, last but not least, we are on iTunes, and there you can subscribe to us so you never miss an episode. Also, leave a rating and review. If you give us five stars, we'll give you a little shout-out on the podcast as a new friend. Join our family.
1: Join the family. Our friendship family. Our friendship family, because we love friendship and we love family. We have our theme song that was created by the ever-talented, beautiful, perfect James Hevel, and we love it and we love him.
0: We love you, James, and we love you all for listening. Join us next week for the next four episodes of Healer. Okay, bye Okay, bye